We've got thoughts and opinions. Let's get into them this week on Drop-In Sunday. Hey, hey, welcome to Dropping Sunday. I'm one of your hosts, Seth. And I'm your other host, Andrea. Hey, do you think people dance to our theme music in their cars when they're listening? There's zero chance that anyone has ever done that other than you and me, I think. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, if this is your first time around here, Dropping Sunday is a semi-reverent look at Christian pop culture. Just a couple of notes. We are not here to get you saved. We're also not here to tick you off. Although either of those things could happen, and if they do, we definitely yes. want to know. Yes, this is a podcast by Christians for Christians, but you definitely don't need to believe to belong. You can join the conversation at Dropping Sunday on all the things. Andrea, how's your heart? Yeah, it's great. Yeah? Yeah, fantastic. Anything anything new or exciting since last time we recorded? Um, No. Mm-mm. Fantastic. That was three minutes ago. It was three minutes ago. (laughs) We we are recording uh, two episodes in the same night because we knew we were going to, we wanted to talk about Revelation Road last week. However, uh, I am still high. I had a procedure uh, this morning and I'm still on all the good meds. So uh, future Seth is going to have a lot of fun with with current Seth. It's going to be what's coming out of current Seth's mouth. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm very interested to see how you edit last week's episode because <clears throat> you toward the end you were getting better at censoring yourself yeah. in the room yeah yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but there were a few moments <laughs> earlier in the episode where it's like oh wait well hey, druggy seth what's up well i i did have enough forethought to um to present you a couple of things that are happening okay yes. mm-hmm. so um did you know that Michael W. Smith is re-releasing his worship album as a 20th anniversary. First of all, how dare you? (laughs) 20th anniversary? Uh This album was released 20 years ago? Mm -hmm. How dare you? Yeah. Although I do like this. By the way, I was, I'm looking at the, the track list, right? Like forever, heart of worship, draw me close, turn your eyes upon Jesus, open the eyes of my heart, above all, breathe, let it rain, Agnes Day, awesome God, more love, more power, purified above all. Guys, this is a great worship album. How many of these are we about to pull out for Wednesday night worship? Um, of the 14 <laughs> tracks, I think we're going to go over four tracks a week. We'll, we'll do this next. We got the next month playing. Next month done. 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 Ready to go. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And of course he's a great orchestrator and he's great arranger. And so, um, I'm, we've talked about how I'm not the biggest fan of his vocal, but yeah, it's solid. I mean, it's not, it, it's distinctly him. And it works in this. There are some things that he tries to do that it doesn't work. Correct. And, and he needs to let somebody else handle that. But, in a, in a worship setting. And yeah. a lot of these were recorded live, maybe yeah. the entire album. I'm not sure. And it works live. Yeah. It, it, it just does. But yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I wanted to bring that to your attention and let Thanks. you know, appreciate that. That was 20 years ago. And you might say, well, Seth, I don't know that that's uh, that's appropriate. However, I will say, um, also Amy Grant is about to re-release heart in motion as a 30th anniversary. Stop it! Yes. I feel like, didn't we just hear this song on... A week away. A week away! We sure did. Yeah, we sure did. Uh... 30 years I ago. Three, do not like that. Three decades I ago. do not like that at all. How about Baby Baby <sighs> from Heart Emotion? So good. Still still a bop. Oh, I disagree, but that's okay. <laughs> I mean, it's a 30-year-old song. I shouldn't have to be subjected to... Oh, no, this song from the 80s was real good. Right. You should be dancing in your car right now. Yeah. Get it, heart in motion. I do. 
All right. So from one baby baby to another baby, I'm going to go ahead and see if I can jump in here. Some some people are a little bit more familiar with one of these babies than the other, yeah. right? All this, of our listeners are more familiar with the other one. The first one, for sure. <laughs> but here is uh, a baby by Justin Bieber. Mm-hmm. Just stay with me, guys. I'm going somewhere I with this. I assume you are. When was the first time that you like that Bieber like came into your consciousness? Oh, gosh. I don't know. I mean, I was already an adult yeah yeah me too i have no i literally have no idea so one of my little guilty pleasures is uh the challenge shut up is the challenge uh on mtv i already know yeah justin bieber is your guilty pleasure well i mean it's fine um the challenge on Uh mtv uh it's like real world road rules challenge so i remember distinctly watching uh that on mtv and uh, seeing a black and white image in white room, this teenager on a acoustic guitar, and his voice was like, I was like, oh, that's just disrespectful how good this kid is. Yeah. This kid's going to be amazing. And then, of course, he turned out to be, you know, freaking Bieber. Yeah. Um, the reason that I'm bringing him up is because there was a video that was released this week with a recording, so it was last week, I guess, of... Uh, of Maverick City Music, who I have yeah. been loving their stuff with Chandler Moore. I'm just gonna play this. Okay. Here, here I'm just this is the best way to do it. We we're familiar with this song, yeah. Chandler Moore, stop it. So this is Justin Bieber and Chandler Moore, full worship session, and um, you get to hear like that that deep, rich Chandler Moore voice, but then you get to hear just the smooth Bieber runs on top of it. Oh, it's real good. I watched the entire twenty-two minutes. Yeah, uh, and it's fantastic. It's yeah. real, real good. Here's the thing. Justin Bieber is stupid talented. Yeah. It's ridiculous. There's a reason that Usher heard him sing and was like, yes. Yeah. And by the way, he is like worst posture, still belting it out. Yeah. And then um, he sings from his uh, his song or his album. Oh, what was the name of that album? I forget. The one that we talked about. The one that just came out, That right? just came out. Um, uh, yeah, I can't remember. But the, the song was, where, it's called Where Do I Fit In? And uh, him and Chandler Moore sing. Uh Here comes Judah Smith, and Pastor Judah comes and sits down, and he just starts reading about. Um, it'll be all right. Okay, well, it's going to play an ad, so it's there. Um, but that that it, it's a yeah. good jam. Look at it. it's twenty. It's twenty two minutes. Obviously, we can't play the whole thing here, but it was. Uh, I mean, it's just it's it's just good. Can I tell you yeah. something that bothers me? Absolutely. It bothers me that people who know about Justin Bieber mm-hmm. um, don't want him to be redeemed. Yes, that bothers me. It bothers me, and it, it's not—it's not just Justin yes, Bieber. Correct. It's there's there's a whole lot of this. <clears throat> yeah, we can. Uh, we can. No, let's. Let, I mean, listen. I mean, that's what the show is, right? Let's I talk mean, about it. Yeah. I think there is just like. We talked about um, not too long, you know, we talk about nostalgia a lot because we grew up in the 90s and, you know, church youth groups. And so there are things that are very nostalgic for us. And just like nostalgia brings up 
sometimes those happy feelings. There's something for people where if they have a bad experience or they have, they start associating someone with something bad, they don't want to redeem it. And I think the same thing, and this is just me playing a little bit of devil's advocate, mm-hmm. is sometimes uh, the same thing with Donald Trump. Yeah. Okay. You know? Okay. Here's the thing. We have talked about our dislike of Donald Trump on this show. I don't know what you're talking about. We we both have. I don't know why you're bringing this up. <laughs> going to get us canceled again. Again. <laughs> Who's going to know? Who's going to notice? <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I think we have to, at some point, Christians have to get past. If we're going to love like Jesus loves, yeah. we're going to have to realize that everyone has the opportunity to be redeemed. Yeah. Even if you had a bad experience with him. And I'm not saying you have to go listen to Justin Bieber and I'm not saying you have to like Donald Trump. I'm just saying you have to realize and recognize that the same Jesus that Mm -hmm. died on the cross for me and you died on the cross for Donald Trump and Justin Bieber. Yeah, for sure. For the same, to redeem them and to forgive them of their sins. And I think that it's okay to say what, what they did earlier, earlier, and what they're you know still sending and doing those things today, it's not nothing. It it was bad enough that Jesus had to die for it. Yeah, right. Just like the sin that's in my life was bad enough that Jesus yeah. had to die for it. But especially when we look at people who um, they like, okay, well, I'm I'm, I'm going to use Bieber because that's what we we're talking about. This kid's got f- all the money. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he, it's this is something he doesn't have to worry about. Right. And he's gone through a bunch of stuff. And if you had put a camera on me, my entire teenage years, like there's no way I, anybody would ever take me seriously. Right. right? Cause thank God that, that, that just wasn't a thing then. Um, what, but what I will say is that like, even if his theology isn't exactly like yours, even mm-hmm. if his doctrine isn't doesn't line up exactly as yours, even if he's a little bit more progressive and things like that than what you want to be, um, he's still praying in the name of Jesus. Yeah, he he all of the all of the close handed things he's still doing. You know, absolutely. Um, I, I've got something else to say, but you've got your phone ready to go. So well, because I'm looking for oh here it is. Okay. okay, I saw a tweet this week, and of course it was. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it was from Beth Moore. Yeah. But she was actually replying to a tweet from a guy named JT English that I don't know. I'm not familiar with him. I have no idea who he is. Uh, but he, this is what he said. Uh, there is no such thing as a threat to the gospel. The gospel is an announcement of a victory already won. There are threats to people understanding or believing the gospel, but the gospel itself is never under threat. And I think that's, I think that's what people are struggling with. Yeah. They see somebody that they think is unredeemable or is so far gone or who represents a part of their life yeah. when they needed redemption. And so that's what they always associate with it. And so they feel like the gospel is being threatened because, well, if he can be redeemed, then yeah. You know, what does that say about my, I think a bigger threat to the gospel, just to be honest with you is people who weaponize the gospel for their own purposes. Yeah. And so like, I get really offended whenever uh, someone who is a quote-unquote Christian tries to tell me how I need to act or believe or behave because they expect me to do that because they're a Christian and I'm a Christian, so I need to act this way. Yeah. As opposed to saying, hey, the the family of God's big and everybody looks a little yeah. bit different and that's okay. So, um, Well, and it, it, should, it should represent hope for you. Yeah. If you see somebody that in your mind was unredeemable and they are declaring yeah. the goodness and greatness and the mercy of God, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. And they may not do it perfectly or they may not do it the way you think it should be done. That's right. But there's, there's that's still what he's declaring. Yeah. And I think what a lot of, when people use the scripture, the word of God will not return void. I think what they're meaning when they say that is that, Every time the the word of God goes out, it's it, it's gonna save somebody, and that may be true. But I think what what that's really saying is that the word of God, when it's being spoken, no matter who's saying it, it is the word of God, yeah, and it is still truth. And it's I'll, I'll just say I know that 
it, it's difficult. I, I'm playing uh, All She Wrote off of Bieber's Freedom album that we were talking about. Um, he said, you know, he's asking in the song, can God, God can you use imperfect people? Because I'm, I'm broken, you know. But, um, you know, that's one of the things that, like, I, I'm kind of realizing a little bit uh, here recently just because of some stuff that's been going on is that, you know, several times on this show I called racist right Mm -hmm. so um it it came to the point where it's like by the way i I don't think that what i said was inaccurate or wrong yeah but it it doesn't change the fact that like jesus still loves him and died for him and everything else like that right so i i was challenged on a wednesday i need to go hug this guy yeah and 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 just we need to move past that and Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that i have to necessarily um stay in constant fellowship with him. Um, but it doesn't mean that we're out of the fellowship of Christ together. Does that make, I hope, I hope that makes sense. We're getting a little heavy, uh, cause that's what the drugs are doing. So, um, so (laughs) well, and it wouldn't be dropping Sunday if we didn't get a little, I mean, occasionally, occasionally. Yeah. 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 So I was over at for this big thing and, uh, family was there. Mm. These are all people that I I used to like go to church with and minister with and do all that stuff. And this guy just kind of like, Hey, can I talk to you real quick? It's like, yeah, yeah, no problem. He pulls me aside and he goes, um, Holy Spirit just convicted me that I've had, uh, I've had animosity in my heart towards you, um, for, for a long time about, uh, about some political things. And, uh, and I'm sorry about that. I've had unforgiveness towards you. Oh. So, um, so I'm sorry. It's like, Oh, okay. He's like, like, you're just looking like, so what? And I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, it didn't affect me. Like you, you were bothered by me. I didn't. I wasn't bothered I by I you. Didn't know you were <laughs> I didn't bothered. Know. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I forgive you. I I don't know what to do. But it was like this weird, like mm-hmm. you know, this this big thing about it. So um, he he wanted a moment. He wanted a moment, yeah. and I was like, "You're having your moment. Mm-hmm. You and Jesus are having a thing. You don't need a response from someone else to have your moment with Jesus." Hey, here's a little tip for all of our podrishners. You don't need a you don't need a moment. With someone else to have a moment with Jesus. Yeah. So, um, and I think that we should maybe stop trying to blame or, or judge other people's moments because it yeah. doesn't look like your moment. Abs- absolutely. And so like, absolutely. Here, here Ooh, we that's have, a word guys. Y'all need to hear that. Listen, I'm just saying. Um, and so, Those I mean, drugs are good. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> so the, uh, and that, that's, that, that's kind of my, my big takeaway from, from, you know, Chandler Moore and Justin Bieber leading worship together. Mm-hmm. Like they, these are two different moments, but they're still, yeah. they're, they're still glorifying God, even if it's not the way that you like it. There's 12 different tribes. They all worship a little differently. Maybe it's them. not your tribe. That's okay. That's it, completely yeah. okay. And you know, here's, here's another thing. If you, if you have animosity in your heart towards somebody mm-hmm. and th- this is, maybe this is for somebody listening. You, if you, have shown that animosity, then yes, you need to go to that person and you need to ask for forgiveness and you need to have that, that moment where you humble yourself. But here's the thing. Sometimes when God is showing you something in your heart, he's just showing it to you Yeah, and he wants you to deal with it. Yeah. You deal with it and you deal with it. You dig it out by the root and you throw it out and you move on and you do better. So, and I'm not saying that that guy was wrong or right. I'm not, I'm just saying sometimes but you feel like God is telling you to do something. Right. I felt like God was telling me to go hug this guy. Mm-hmm. Now, if I went up to him and I was like, hey, listen, I've called you a racist on my show. Right. <laughs> I'd right. like you to apologize for that. that. No, I didn't. No, because God wasn't dealing with mm-hmm. me about trying to reconcile. He was dealing with me to try to repent. There's a yeah. different, there's a difference there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway. He didn't need to know that what your issues were with him. He, you, you just hugged him. And your friends, and you move on, and you knew what the issues were, and yeah. you dealt with the issues. I, I dealt with issues on my end, yeah. and if he's got to deal with them on his end, he can. You Absolutely. Know? So, um, all right. So there was some in-depth talk. I feel like that was really deep for the first twenty minutes part of the show. <sighs> you're oh, welcome. First segment. Wow. <laughs> or you're. We're sorry. Whichever is appropriate for you. All right. So some people that I have definitely broken fellowship with is Tim, Jim and Tammy Faye Baker. <laughs> So let's just kind of get into this real quick. Um, I don't like Jim Baker and kind of the way that he is. uh, I told you, I don't like people who weaponize my Mm -hmm. faith 
to try to use it against me. I don't like people who fear monger. I don't like people who take money from, from weak people. I don't like people who preach on the widow's might and then say, send your money to me. I don't, I don't. Or who prey on weak people, sexually abuse them. Yeah. I don't like any of these things. I don't like any of those things. So, um, so, so here we go, Jim and Tammy Faye Baker. So, um, allegedly, Let me just legally cover dropping Sunday because we ain't got enough money to beat sued, uh, allegedly. So, uh, but here's what I'm excited about. Andrew Garfield and yes. Jessica Chastain are actually playing Jim and Tammy Faye I, in a movie. When I saw this, and I know I sent it to you, and I think you already had it, but when I saw it, I was like... I don't think you sent it to me. Oh, I didn't? No, no, no. I don't oh, think you did. I just, I saw this week and I thought we have to talk about this. It's fantastic. And also we have to watch this movie. We definitely have to watch this movie just for Andrew Garfield's wit- wig work that looks like it's real good. And Jessica Chastain's uh, orange tan. Yes, it's, it's, it's real good. I'm super excited about them as they kind of go through the, the PTL story. Um, it's going to be, it, it's going to be great. So I'm, yeah. I'm excited about that one. The name of the movie is called The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Uh, It's based off of a, I don't know, some sort of uh, documentary that was Mm -hmm. done and a book that was written. But it's going to be fantastic. I have no clue when the release date of this Um, is. I think it said September. Yeah, it hits theater September 17th. Hey, guys, mark your calendars. We'll Um, be watching. Then again, we said that about a week away, and then we had to wait a year because of a pandemic. Okay, so we'll (laughs) see. uh, We'll see if the COVID's back by then. All right. Um, What else? uh, What else fun can we talk about? Uh, Oh, I don't know. Let's talk about Dave Ramsey. Um, Oh yeah, did I send that to you? (laughs) Yeah, this one you did send to me. So. We've talked about my my love hate relationship with Dave Ramsey. We've talked about Julie's hate relationship with Dave Ramsey because of our <laughs> stinking washing machine that we still have. And uh, and so here's the thing that Dave does, right? Is he partners with people and he says, "Hey, you can use these people. You can trust them." Mm-hmm. And one of the companies that he was using was a company to get out of timeshares. By the way, timeshare is not necessarily the best deal in the world. Yeah, just so you know. Um, but uh, but yeah, he partnered up with this company, and this company did not do what they said they were going to do. Shocker. Yeah. Um, but can we be humble and say, "Hey, sorry about that, guys. I apologize." No, because then that would admit fault, and then yeah. you know maybe even open you up to some lawsuits. So um, there's been some hot water with uh, with this timeshare deletion company, whatever it's called, um, and so. Uh, so somebody went and tried to talk to Dave about it because he wouldn't answer any of their their uh, their 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 request. Mm-hmm. And so he showed up For and kind of kind of kind of blitzkrieged him a little bit at a Dallas event. And uh, this is what that sounded like. We asked Ramsey for an interview about what relationship he has with the company, but he never responded. Welcome, you guys. So we tried to speak with him at one of his leadership conferences in Dallas. We've been trying to reach out to you. I bet you have. I'm sorry. We are not He didn't answer my questions and walked off into a private dinner. We Sir, not keep your doing hands off me. Right now. Keep your hands off me. You're touching, You're touching me. You were All we wanted to me. know is that encounter with an employee of Ramsey left me with a sprained wrist and these bruises on my arm. So that's ugly. A week later, Ramsey spoke about me on his show. Mr. Ramsey, Mr. Ramsey, why are you endorsing Timeshare Exit Team? I'll answer your question. Why did I endorse Timeshare Exit Team? Because they were doing the right thing and getting people out of timeshares after companies had screwed them. It's not just Timeshare Exit Team that betrayed us. Dave Ramsey betrayed us because we trusted in him. Yeah. Well, I mean, there you go. Oh, man. So There's, This is tough for me because I'm not going to lie. Journalists are not my favorite people. Yeah, that's fair. They are obnoxious, but also so is Dave Ramsey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, also. Again, uh, this is why uh, what my problem with Dave Ramsey was that I made his program an idol in my life, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and that was an issue, and any time you... Uh, you make anything an idol. You uh, you kind of overlook all the flaws and all the faults. Right. Here's somebody who literally just said, uh, it wasn't just this timeshare company that that failed me. It mm-hmm. was Dave Ramsey that failed me. And yeah. I think that she's not wrong. Yeah. But also you kind of have to have your eyes open a little bit. But if you, I mean, if he's giving you financial advice every week, every day on the mm-hmm. radio, 
and he's telling you to use these people to get out of your timeshare. Uh, yeah. So there, there's a whole thing. Uh, Dave Ramsey's uh, <sighs> world isn't looking so good. No. Firing people for being hap- pregnant, being pregnant, out of wedlock, and, and, and he's he is uh, he's been in the in the news quite a bit. Yeah, and in the Christian news, <laughs> Christian news. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely in the Christian news circle. Uh-oh. Another person who's been in the Christian news circle for a little bit, and this one's this one's a tough. This one's a little bit of a trigger warning. You can maybe yeah. skip a couple couple minutes ahead. Carl Lentz um, was uh, has been in the news. He. Um, <clears throat> He's back in the news again, not for the moral failings that caused him to leave the church and get fired in the first place, but for full-on sexual abuse of a housekeeper, babysitter, family, friend, somebody. Yeah. What? So Leona Kimes uh, is a she's now a co-pastor of Hillsong's Boston location. Okay. But she was on staff. Is this one of these places just kind of calls everybody pastor? I'm just curious. I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm thinking that may be the case. Um, but she was on staff. I don't know what her position, official position was at Hillsong, New York City. Um, but she was on staff there and part of her responsibility was helping Carl and his wife at their house. She did, I think she did some nannying. She did some house cleaning, things like that. And in the course of those responsibilities, uh, basically he came on to her. There was no, I could really use a massage. Yeah. My feet, rub my my back. And then can I rub your front? Mm. Um, that's essentially where that went. That's where it went. I, I think there was some, some touching. I know my kids are here, but can I touch your boobs? Right. Yeah. 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 That was Carl Lentz. That was not me. Oh, Oh, hold on. Hey, hey. Um, so that's, that's what it was. She, she does say that there was no sexual, there was no intercourse. There was no, yeah, Anything like that, it it was... But he touched my bathing suit areas. He touched, and he asked to touch, Guys, and he asked I'm me to I'm so touch. glad that I'm doing the editing, because otherwise these would all be drops that I pull out for myself. I mean, listen. <laughs> he touched my bathing suit areas. <laughs> I mean, how else do you talk about this in a Christian I podcast? I don't know. So, oh, man. So that's uh, apparently his uh, his creepitude um, yeah. goes a little deeper even than what he wanted to admit. But also yeah. his wife like, was like... Um, silenced the the victim she here. did like, is she you, she you ought to be not, ashamed of yourself yeah. and all this other stuff it's just it, it's it's messed yeah. up and now they're coming out and saying that this you know carl and his wife uh, laura is that her name uh laura what are saying that this didn't happen this is categorically untrue can i just say i can't believe i said categorically the correct way the first time oh, that's great congratulations wow, are you. you on drugs i feel really proud of i can't say that you. word um anyway so that's kind of what's happening. I mean, this is an ongoing story that yeah. we've been following since since Carl was uh, was let go from Hillsong, New York. Yeah. And, you know, if anything else comes up, we will let you know our thoughts and opinions. For sure. We always do. Always do. Um, I have one. Yes. So we have, I don't know where this falls in the spectrum of <laughs> fun, happy, silly goose fun times okay. and not so happy, silly goose fun times. I think it's a little towards the not so happy. Oh, no. We, um, didn't we already do this? <laughs> but I think did we, we already do this part, this section of the show. <laughs> well, you know, I think we can still make it a little happy. Okay. Okay. So there is a pair. Oh gosh, I can't even believe I'm saying this. Uh, Lee Greenwood is in his his company. I don't know that it's him necessarily, but so Lee Greenwood. Uh, are, do you know who that is? Do I? Does the flag still stands for freedom? How's that? Is that good? Yeah. So you're you're familiar. I'm familiar. Yes. He's he wrote and sang God bless the USA. Yeah. Which Rich Mullins would love this song. <laughs> Keep going. So they are trying to create a new specialty Bible based on the lyrics to this song. And the US Pledge of Allegiance. <sighs> Let's talk about what's wrong with that. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I want you to repeat what you just said, because <clears throat> I know that you're not the one saying it. Okay, I just right. let's let's start there. I just, but I would like for you to repeat what you just said, please. They are uh, creating a new specialty Bible mm-hmm. based on Lee Greenwood's lyrics to "God Bless the USA." Okay, pause. Bibles should be based on the written text of the Bible. <laughs> 
that's what Bibles should be based on. Yes. Also, the U.S. Pledge of Allegiance. <laughs> okay, so every day my kids have to say two pledges at school. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they go to a Christian school. So they say the Pledge of Allegiance to the Bible, and they say the Pledge of Allegiance to the American flag. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with both of these things. Yeah. Um, I think it raises good patriots, but before that, it raises good Christians. We mm-hmm. pledge allegiance to the Bible before we pledge allegiance to the flag. This is the right way to go. Yes. Okay. Um, I have a real problem with this, just even as a concept, as far as, like, I'm okay with having Bibles that are the focus of the Bible is like the leadership study Bible mm-hmm. that is, you know, influenced by John Maxwell. Okay. I, I'm, I, there's a lot of leadership in the Bible. So yeah, we should, that's fine. Um, if you want to have a Bible based on, you know, worship that's there, yeah. that's fine. I'm going to tell you what's not in the Bible. The United States of America. Nowhere. If it's talked about at all, it's at the back of the book and it's probably not talked well about. Probably not in the best light. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, see Revelation Road 3. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Well, apparently um, they're having trouble finding a publisher, which is actually that's surprising. It's shocking. That's but shocking. That also, having... gives me a slight bit of hope for. Well, they just haven't checked out humanity. Pathway Press with the Church of God yet. Just send that over to Pathway Press. Oh right. man! Well, and here's the thing. So the the seller is Elite Source Pro, and they were in discussion with Harper Collins and the their publishing groups Zondervan and Thomas Nelson. Okay. Okay, so I'm, if you haven't heard of Elite Source Pro, you're not alone. You may or may not have heard of HarperCollins, but I know you've heard of Zondervan and sure. Thomas Nelson. For sure. Almost every Bible that is on the shelf in America was published by one or both of these companies. I just grabbed my office Bible here. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to see who, who this one's public. It's the ESV study Bible. So mm-hmm. it's probably, you know, by some sort of Calvinist company. Who oh, knows? Front. Probably the front. That's usually where they put the copyright. In. Crossway is who ours is. Crossway. How about huh. that? Well, I know they will definitely not. Uh, Crossway won't. The, the, yeah. Those, those reformists. Well, so then there was a petition circulated because when it came out that this Bible, and I remember when it, it was just a, a couple of weeks ago that it, the news first hit. Okay. And Zondervan started getting some bad press. Which because is, they wouldn't do it? Because they were going to do oh, it. Oh, good for them. And so there was a petition circulated asking that the project be dropped. So they dropped it. They said they never finalized and they would not support the the product moving forward. Um this is a statement that was co-written by some authors uh from HarperCollins. Okay. I won't tell you who at all is because you don't care. Yeah, and I'm not going to Google it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But they're explaining why this particular specialty Bible is dangerous to the faith. Because like we said, there are other specialty Bibles that are fine. And even there are even some more specialty Bibles, like, you you know, sometimes you find them that are in camo for the hunter or pink or a mom's study Bible or a dad's study, something like that, that... Don't necessarily have they don't they don't have the same uh, danger, <laughs> I yeah. guess that this one does. Well, okay, I'm pulling this one up because this is my favorite. You, the, We've all had yeah. we both had one of these. This is the Teen Study Bible New International Version. This one that has all the different paint colors on yes. the, on the front. Oh this my was gosh, that 90s thing is for sure. For sure, um, I am okay with packaging the scripture in different ways. Yeah. As long as the focus of the scripture is the scripture. Yeah. Yes. So that's the issue. So yeah. this is this is part of the, What's the danger. The what are they statement. Saying? It says American nationalism is its own civil religion. 
where America, rather than Jesus, is the center of attention. Come on. I'm like, that's so good. Instead of Jesus and the church being the light of the world and the hope for humanity, America becomes the messianic force in the world. Like any religion, it has its own liturgy, saints, and holidays. Wow. These symbols are full uh, are on full display in this new Bible, the eagle, the flag, the red, the white, and the blue. America's civil religion has its own creeds, too, in the new Bible. We hold these truths to be self-evident, blah, blah, blah. It has its own worship songs, like God Bless the USA and I'm proud to be an American. It has its own theology. And this is precisely why it is dangerous to mesh patriotism with Orthodox Christian faith. Yes. That is so good. Good job, guys. I appreciate that. So they're having a hard time finding uh finding a publisher. Good. And when I read this article last week, there were some comments. Oh. Please tell me. Oh, wait, here, here we go. By here a we go. President. Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> it is by a gentleman by the name of Hugh Kirkpatrick. Okay. Who is the president of Elite Source Pro. Okay. He commented on the relevant magazine article that okay. they were having a hard time finding a publisher. And he says this article headline is not true. We have a printer and it will be available very soon. Oh. Oh, no. First of all, Elite Source Pro, which I tried to Google. I wanted to find some information, and yeah, I yeah. I couldn't find much. Their website didn't have a whole lot. They didn't have, like, a list of team members. They didn't have a list of what they do. Also, how sad do you have to be, like, to be the, the head of the company, and you're trolling on You're trolling on magazine. a relevant magazine yeah. on a, you know, 500-word article about that and he like coming down hard and someone responded and was like please clarify did you find a publisher or a printer because yeah. there's a difference yeah you can print i mean you can self-publish and i got a printer sitting right there i mean it's gonna- yeah so <laughs> i can print it off anyway originally the bible was set to be released in september of this year which would be the 20th anniversary of 9-11 oh so they're they're just like coalescing all of it yeah. into one thing and it's yeah. So, there you go. I I for one will be watching this play out because I am interested in seeing Man. what happens. Again, it's like I'm I'm cool that I I don't know. Anytime you weaponize my faith against mm-hmm. the message of the faith, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I'm not saying that love is God, but I am saying that God is love. Mm-hmm. So like let's start there and you know, I mean Jesus said there's two commandments, love God, love other people. Like if you can do that, you're doing okay. Yeah. And everything else, by the way, the 10 commandments all fall within either love God or love other people. Like just, you can figure out those two. That's it. Right. And then what does Paul say that we're supposed to boast about? Not, not where we're from, not how much money we make, not, not who's in the white house. Not, he says, we're supposed to boast in Jesus Christ and him crucified. It is, it is a, is a suffering that we are supposed to boast about guys. The, the, the hmm. fact that like, yay us, aren't we awesome because we live in this country? Like you're blessed, but you're not awesome. Like that, that your blessing has nothing to do with you. And also, I mean, I think we've, I've said it before. My, my mom and I talk about this sometimes about when we say that we're, we're blessed to be Americans. Are we saying that people of other countries aren't? I mean, are we saying that we're more blessed? No, I'm not saying. I mean, no, and I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. I mean, these are just things that I think you about. You have to think. You do have to think about it. I mean, it. The fact that the poorest people in America are still part of the top five percent of richest people in the world. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there's a blessing there. The, the, yeah. No, and there is, but and it goes back to that statement yeah. for me that this Bible and a lot of people who are far right wing, super yeah. conservatives, the way they talk about America. America is not the Messiah. Yeah. America is not the savior. That's right. America didn't die on a cross for my sins. Correct. So I am not going to put America. I'm not going to put America above Jesus. I'm not even going to put him on the same, put her, (laughs) whatever, on the same level. They're not. They're, they're just not. Yeah. And when you start doing that, that's when you're drifting into a a very scary territory. So, All right. Well, let's let let's get to let's get to something silly. We got just a couple minutes. Okay. Okay. Um, Jim Gaffigan is uh, one of my favorite comedians. He works clean, and he he's mm-hmm. he, we, that's he's easy to listen to because of that. And uh, he does the hot pocket bit. 
If you're Hot pocket. There she is. Okay. So I saw that he posted this bracket online and the fact that we love brackets. We do love brackets. We need to do it. We haven't done one in a while. Let's do one. It's the best burger bracket. Now, does this have anything to do with Christian pop culture? We can say this is, uh, let's say these are the best burgers to eat during an afterglow or fifth quarter or after (laughs) church. After church on Wednesday. Church on Wednesday. Yeah. After (laughs) after prayer meeting burgers. Okay. So best burger bracket. Okay. There are, uh, there's 16 burgers and we're just going to go through and see what we get. We're, we don't have to talk about them too much. Okay. We don't have that much more time in this episode. Yeah. Unless I cut out all that stuff about the, the, the Jesus Bible, uh, <laughs> the, the America Bible, the American, <clears throat> unless I cut all that stuff out about the, 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 I was going to call it the Trump Bible. Unless I cut out all that stuff about he'll the, definitely buy one. <laughs> uh, unless he'll hold it upside down. <laughs> Talk about two Corinthians, uh, unless they talk about the uh, the America Bible. Okay, so um, okay, here we go. Best burger bracket. You ready? I'm ready. Shake Shack versus Dairy Queen. Can I tell you something? Yeah, I don't think I've ever had Shake Shack. Okay, so I'll go ahead and lean in on this one. Okay, Shake Shack for sure. Okay, I yeah, I yeah. assume that they had to be better than Dairy Queen. Dairy Queen. I mean, a, a good belt buster. I'm not I'm not afraid to to yeah. deal with it. But the best burger type sandwich on the on the Dairy Queen menu is actually the dude sandwich. It's the chicken fried steak sandwich. Don't sleep on it. But if we're talking burger, Shake Shack. Shake Shack. I mean, okay. dude, they'll put peanut butter on a burger. They ain't afraid. <laughs> they ain't scared. Mm-mm. All right, Carl's Jr. versus McDonald's. Honestly, yeah. uh, probably Carl's Jr. I would I, they're, agree. They're pretty robust hamburger. Yeah, yeah. It's a good It's a good hamburger. It's usually a good flavor. Uh, if you're talking about, you know, mm-hmm. somewhere here in the South. They yeah. don't have, we don't have Carl's here in. Well, there's a couple of them. You got to find them. Yeah. I mean, I was. running Rockwall, Texas. How oh. about that? Okay. I, I ate Carl's a lot more when I was. I know where the Carl's Juniors are. <laughs> yeah, <same>. Apparently. <laughs> same. Yeah. I, I I ate those in the deep set when I lived in Mississippi, Alabama, yeah. Florida. That's where yeah, I yeah. saw them. Okay, In and Out versus White Castle. I'm gonna say In and Out just because I don't like White Castle. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna say In and Out because I like In and Out. Yeah, I mean, I like I like their burgers. Well, They're not bur- gonna be my top choice for a burger. No, probably, so, I mean, but over a, White Castle, this is best burger bracket, right? Yeah. I feel like we're going to have to get into that in future rounds when I see some of the things ha- coming uh-huh. here. Checkers versus Whataburger. Oh, man. This is tough because this, I used to love Checkers. Dude, Checkers Burger. For checkers sure. Burger. Checkers fries. It's not a fries bracket. I know, but their fries are good. Yeah. Um, but I think I have to go Whataburger. Yeah, I'm going to say Whataburger as well, just because otherwise they'll kick us out of the state. But with Checkers, what I liked is that <laughs> you could also, uh, it's the the dual lane on either side mm-hmm. of the of the building is, was always fun. Also, um, for $3, you can get a lot of food at Checkers. Yes. You cannot do that at Whataburger. No. Whataburger is an expensive burger. Okay. And you're also going to be waiting for a while. <laughs> yes, you are. Every Whataburger is slow. <laughs> yes. Also at Checkers, you can get a hot dog. I'm just saying. Um, huh. this isn't hot dog bracket, it's burger bracket. So what a burger it is. Okay. Uh, five guys versus Fuddruckers. I think I have to go five guys just because I don't like to say Fuddruckers. <laughs> this is a wow. Christian show. I can't believe you just said that. I know I can't either. Wow. Did you bleep it out? Yeah. Yeah. Future set definitely bleeped that out. Um, burger King versus Culver's. I've never had a Culver's. Bro. Are they good? It's the. Culver's is based out of the Midwest. So, I mean, if you're eating a Wisconsin burger, mm. bro, you're you're doing okay. They've also got fried cheese curds. Again, not a cheese curd bracket, burger bracket. But Culver's is definitely better than a burger. Definitely King. bigger. Yeah. Than, okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, Wendy's versus Steak and Shake. Oh, man. I think I, think I have to go Wendy's. No. Mm. Hold on. I want you to think about a steak and shake burger. Yeah, because it's it's actually ground steak. Yeah, so it's a better cut of meat. Yeah, and they also do it real thin. They do it real thin and like um, smash it, smash it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah I think steak and shake because you can also get their burger on the toast. Yes, you can. Like a patty melt. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. And you can double, triple. You can do all the yeah. things you can do at Wendy's. Now, steak and shake doesn't have uh, the baconator. Mm-hmm. However. You can make one. Just give me all the bacon on top give of me it. Give bacon. You're good to go. And, you know, for Wendy's, I actually prefer Wendy's chicken sandwich over Chick-fil-A. 
I know their spicy chicken sandwich. Oh, for spicy specifically. For spicy specifically is always good, but this is not a chicken sandwich bracket. I, I agree. Okay, I it's been a minute since I've been able to have a fried chicken sandwich, mm-hmm. but uh, I do remember that Wendy's fried chicken, the spicy fried chicken sandwich. It's it's it just solid. hits different. Yeah. yeah. Now, if you're talking about just a classic chicken sandwich, mm-hmm. Chick Fil A is Chick Fil A. Yes, my issue with Chick Fil A is that their cut of meat is too thick. Okay. And I don't like real thick. I don't like to bite into real thick chicken. Stop it. <laughs> Next one. Sonic versus Jack in the Box. <laughs> um, I can't remember the last time I had a Jack in the Box burger. Yeah, Jack in the Box is... I'm- I feel like they're munchies. They're for the munchies. Oh, yeah. that's it. Jack in the Box is a soak up the night situation. It's, yeah. Now, because of that, they do have some real inventive things that, on their menu, mm-hmm. but you got to go after like 2 a.m. Where it's like you can get like uh, like grilled cheese sandwich as the buns, <laughs> you know? Oh, my god! Like they'll do a sourdough with yeah. grilled cheese and then they'll add everything underneath that, you know? But it's definitely like, I feel like... Um, with Jack in the Box, you're you're kind of um, I don't know, like you're you're going there not necessarily in your best mind. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. So I don't I, know how we can judge it appropriately. I don't know that we can either. Although I will say Jack in the Box sourdough. Yeah, I forgot that's pretty good. It's pretty good. Sonic does have a butter yeah. burger where they they cook it in butter, like the meat and butter. It's it, it slaps. I'm just saying, it's good. I eat Sonic more than I eat Jack in the Box. All right, so. we're gonna go with Sonic. This Sonic. is, guys, this is just our thoughts and opinions. This, that's what this that's episode what this is. Whole show is okay. about. All right, that leaves us with uh, Shake Shack versus Carl's Jr. Next, next round. We're moving to the next okay. round. So Shake Shack versus Carl's Jr. I'm gonna let you answer this because, again, I have not had Shake Shack. Bro, Shake Shack for sure. Okay, okay cool. Now we have. Oh, I'm saving this one for last because I yeah. feel like it's gonna start a fight. Five Guys versus Culver's. I'll defer to you. Oh, really? Because I don't know Culver's. I've never had one, so I, I mean, can't really Five say Guys it. is pretty great. If you're yeah. if you if you're gonna like if you like Five Guys, I think it's gonna stand up to to, to Culver's to Culver's for sure. All right, so Five Guys. All right, uh, Steak and Shake versus Sonic. Steak and Shake. Yeah, yeah, that one 100%. was easy. That one was easy. Yeah, Sonic. Their, got their shakes are better too, but again, 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 okay. it's a burger bracket. All right, last one: In and Out versus Whataburger. <sighs> I I feel like you're gonna disagree with me on this. That's okay. But I have to go Whataburger. Yeah, I understand. Again, because we're in Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, I just like Whataburger as a overall meal yeah. better than In-N-Out. Okay, so there, let's talk about a couple of things. Because although it is a burger bracket, we do have to talk about the overall experience. Yes. Because can you eat a burger by itself? Yeah. Should you? You can, Mm-mm. but you no, should You got to have the fries that go with it, right? And a Coke. A soda of some sort. A soda, but yeah. a Coke. Wow. Um, <laughs> shots fired to Pepsi. Okay. Um, to Pepsi? Bro, Pepsi's good. Dr. Pepper? Moving a on. Whataburger with a Dr. Pepper. Are you kidding me right now? Mm-hmm. You, okay, that's fine. Um, so you have to, you do have to look at the overall experience, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, let's talk about fries for just a second. Yeah. Are Whataburger fries very good? I like them. Do you like Whataburger fries or do you like Whataburger ketchup? I like their fries. See, I do not like their fries, but their ketchup is the best thing on earth. Their spicy ketchup. I don't like fry. I don't like spicy ketchup on the fries. I like to put the spicy ketchup on the burger. That I like the spicy ketchup on everything. On everything. <laughs> That's fine. But I do. I like Whataburger fries. Okay. Um, I only like them because it's a vehicle to get that ketchup in my mouth hole. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> So do you like In-N-Out fries better than Whataburger fries? In-N-Out fries are better fries. No. For, will you let me finish my sentence? They are, no. They are better. <laughs> well, that's the show. <laughs> they are better fries for about 45 seconds. Whataburger, uh, In-N-Out fries. They are good for 45 seconds. The moment that 46 second happens, they are too cold and they are unedible. But they are, those fries fresh out of the fryer are bomb. You have to eat them before you eat the burger. You cannot eat burger than fry when it comes to In-N-Out fries. I cannot believe you're saying that. They're good. They're great fries. Their ketchup is just like little squeeze packets of Heinz and it just takes too long. So overall, I never order fries at In-N-Out. 
I just, I can't, I can't guarantee that it's going to be a, a good experience. So I never order fries in In-N-Out. You know, part of my issue with In-N-Out What's that? is that it's, I think it's from California. Yeah. Christ- and I don't like that. Christian owned company. How about that? On the bottom. Uh, oh wait, hold on. Whataburger. Mm-mm. Corpus Christi. <laughs> Corpus Christi. Oh yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> Body of Christ. Yeah. That's fair enough. No, uh, it's the franchise are individually owned when it comes to Whataburger. And so they don't have, they don't put Bible verses on the bottom of every one of their cups. Still better food. <laughs> okay. That's fair enough. So, so um, okay. One more, one more thing okay. I got in and out has the secret menu. Yeah. But if you have to rely on a secret menu, but it's part of the experience. Yeah, but if you don't know and you only go and you okay, just fit. order the okay, burger, okay. I'm gonna I'm presenting all I'm presenting all the arguments here because yeah. this is the one that we're gonna argue about. I understand that. Um, it it is the big fight here in Texas, In and Out versus Whataburger, right? Mm-hmm. Because In and Out's infiltrating just like everything else from California, infiltrating into into our and the only people state. who like In and Out better than Whataburger are from California. Okay, so um, <laughs> don't California my the, Texas. The, the <laughs> I like that. Bumper sticker, that one. Uh, bumper sticker. Uh, come on. Okay. Um, the meat quality, just the meat, in and out's better than Whataburger. Take it from the guy who can't eat a bun. I'm just saying the meat quality is better. Okay. All of that said, mm-hmm. in and out you have to go up and rely on a secret menu. And you get choices of number of patties and number of pieces of cheese. And that is all you get as far yeah. as options. Okay. Whataburger, I can get grilled jalapenos. Yeah. I can add mushrooms. Mm-hmm. I can do, well, I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm giving mm-hmm. options. I'm not saying you have to like them. I'm just saying, uh, I can do grilled onions, which you can do, you can do at, at, uh, without other places as well. But I mean, I can get everything exactly like I like it. They can build it and they put all the little stickers on top. Yeah. That's and, also their, their motto. Yeah. yeah the way yeah. you like it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, overall experience. Uh, also, um, you cannot get bacon on a burger at in and out. What? Yep. So at the end of the day, what t-shirt am I wearing? Yeah, I'm actually surprised that we talked about it this much because, because you have a Whataburger Yeti. I do have a Whataburger Yeti uh, that I got for my birthday. But here's the thing. I eat more In-N-Out than I do Whataburger because In-N-Out will wrap it in a lettuce for me so I can actually eat a burger without a knife and fork. Mm. So other, otherwise, it's uh, it's a Whataburger and a kind of knife. Okay, so that leaves us with um, Shake Shack versus Whataburger mm-hmm. and Five Guys versus Steak and Shake. Wow. How about that? How we, about that? Okay, so let's start off with Five Guys versus Steak and Shake because we talked about Whataburger a little bit too much already. <laughs> I think I have to go Steak and Shake over really? Five Guys. Yeah, okay. I... I I like Five Guys, and I like the experience at Five mm-hmm. Guys as well. However, the last time I ate there, gonna base it on one time. I love one this. time. I walked in, and all I could smell was raw ground beef. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it grossed me out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I had a hard time eating my hamburger, and I have not been back since. So here's a story I'm gonna definitely take out. <laughs> anywhere <laughs> right, so so all that being said all that being said um i think five guys five guys all right i'll give it to you is is, is my is my yeah. vote however i don't know there's something great about a steak and shake there really is yeah. but you know what let's think about this yeah we are talking about burgers we're not talking about shakes we're, we're not talking about, about all that yeah. stuff steak and shake is not popular here well and that's probably what leads to the allure of it is that when I can get a steak and shake, I'm probably going to. Yeah, but Five Guys, there there are several around yeah. here, and they they do all right. They do all right. So, all right. What what do you think, steak and shake or Five Guys? I think I may have talked myself into Five Guys. Okay, Five Just Guys because is. you know the yeah. society deems it better than steak and shake for sure. Okay, okay. here we go. Uh, shake Shack versus Whataburger. Oh gosh. Okay, you've had both. Yeah. What do you think? I think the quality of food is better at Shake Shack. Probably. I can believe that. But Whataburger lands every time. And we are in Texas. And I know the part of the rules is like you can't just pick your own place to keep on going the, the whole way. But. Yeah. 
I eat at Whataburger more than I eat at Shake Shack. Well, because it's harder to find a Shake Shack. You and gotta I've go. never eaten a Shake Shack. Yeah. We, you, that's, we need to do a, a dropping Sunday um, field trip. On location. To, yeah. On location to Shake, to, to shake Shack. There's one in um, Stockyards. Yeah I, yeah. I think I knew that. We I should do that. Yeah. We okay. Should. So, but Whataburger. Whataburger. I think okay. it's got to be. Yeah. All right. Whataburger versus uh, Steak and Shake. Here it is for the final. No, this I thought we did Five Guys. Five Guys, I meant. Yeah. So Whataburger versus Five Guys. Whataburger versus Five Guys. Whataburger. Right? I don't know. I think Five Guys is a better burger, but I feel like I would also regret my life forever if I didn't, <laughs> if I didn't say Whataburger. Here's the thing. When I go to Whataburger, yeah. I get their sweet and spicy bacon burger. Mm. It is so good. Have you had dinner yet? Yes. Okay. I haven't. Sorry. I had something after my Pilates class because <laughs> I would not have been able to drive over here. I think I need to go get a Whataburger after all this because I think uh, Whataburger is the winner. Whataburger won. There it is. Can I tell you something? Yeah. I saw this bracket. Okay. Someone else shared it. Oh, okay. That wasn't Jim Gaffigan? That wasn't. It was already filled out. And do you oh. know who they had as the winner? Who's that? Freaking White Castle. I mean, I'm going to say it's not necessarily wrong depending on what time of day and how inebriated you are when you fill out the bracket because <laughs> you can true. get a sack full. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's at Crystal. At Crystal, you get a sack full. Crystal, that's what I was <laughs> Crystal Burger is a sack full. White Castle, it's the case. It's the briefcase full oh, of... No. Uh, <laughs> of burgers all right um andrea uh let's hit the b shall we okay we should no, definitely move on not the ah! so i'm leaving all the inappropriate things in but i'm just gonna like it's, it's gonna be fun on this thoughts and opinions episode <laughs> this one says cdc says men should continue wearing masks to avoid catching devastating man colds <laughs> Um, as a man, I just want to say that I, uh, I resemble that remark, uh, <laughs> today when I had the procedure earlier this morning, I may have come home and then taken another nap. It was pretty great. I had a propofol nap and then I had a regular nap also influenced by a little bit of propofol. And, uh, and it's been, it's been fantastic. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't need to say anything else. Not the bears. All right, Andrea, what's, what's your not for me this week? So I think this has been my not for me before, but I'm going to share it again because I had another situation. Oh, no. Smoke alarms are not for me. Whoa, another smoke alarm situation. Please tell me that you were... Don't tell me the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it started going off again. Okay. Uh, so I was trying to wave my towel at it to get it to stop going off and okay. I knocked it off the ceiling. So now my smoke alarm is laying on my bedside table next to my bed, not on my ceiling. Okay. That's, it's not supposed to do that. No, it's supposed to be on the ceiling. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And like plugged in with power going to it. Yeah. I think I need new smoke alarms in my apartment. Yeah, I think you definitely do. I think I probably need to call the office. Yeah, go ahead and call so, them. Um, yeah, the smoke alarms, I'm just so irritated yeah, that's it. That's okay. that's that's it. So, that's it. what's yours? Uh, my not for me is uh, Seth circa 2012. <laughs> um, you know, I told you how uh, somebody pulled me aside said, you know, they had something against me, uh-huh. and uh, I was like, I wonder what that was all about. And Julie goes, Oh, that was the Mitt Romney thing. I was like, What? That's when Mitt Romney was running for president. I that she knew she knew exactly so what great. it was and i was like what she goes oh you were a jerk on facebook about all that and i was like about what about how he's not a christian and you if you're a christian you can't vote for him i was like i know for certain that i never said that Ooh. and i went back and looked and i for certain never said that however did i uh not put any salt with my words <laughs> to to make sure mm-hmm. that uh that I mean, I may have reminded people in not a gentle way that Mormonism is considered a cult by most Christians and that if you are going to wave uh, that that flag and you're going to get the Lee Greenwood Bible, that you, uh, you, you probably should also just remember that Mormonism is not Christianity. It's not even... Not even similar. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so that was... Uh, so. 
I was uh, I was really really harsh back then. Now yeah. again, I was a much younger man, mm-hmm. but I was also a grown man. I should have known you, you better. You were old enough to know better. Yeah, but I wasn't old enough to care. <laughs> and so I've gotten to the point where uh, I feel like uh, I feel like I've I'm I'm starting to understand a little bit more mm-hmm. and a little bit more and a little bit more about uh, maybe just keeping my thoughts to myself, except for on this show. Well, because otherwise it would just be Andrea's thoughts and opinions. And that sounds like a great show. All right, we're getting out of here. <laughs> Those that is a show. That, yes. But our thoughts and opinions are not the final word, dear listener. Um, I, I really kind of like this this format of just like uh, this yeah. is what's going on. Here's our thoughts and opinions about what's going Let's on. Let's talk about it. Let's do it. Um, however, the show is so much better when you guys engage. So yes. tell us your thoughts and opinions on any of the things that we talked about today. Yes, you can like, follow, and comment on all the socials. You can DM us. We are at Dropping Sunday on all of the things. Seth is at Sethford. Yeah. I'm at Andrea Jordana. Good luck spelling that. Yeah. Yeah, that's how you can get in touch with us. Find, find Dropping Sunday and then click one of the pictures on Instagram and you'll see <laughs> you'll see our names. Also, um, it's a lot of fun to see where Andrea likes to tag us. Um, it's one of her joys in life. It is. It brings me so much joy. To, and I, it's always a like a little, little, little Easter egg hunt for yeah. us. Um, it's always on purpose. It's never an accident. And remember, for every comment that you give, uh, we uh, tag yourself in our photos. I don't care. Uh, no, but <laughs> why not? Uh, but for every comment that you give, uh, we will give money to a charity or ministry. Yes. And remember, the greatest compliment that you could give us is to tell a friend to listen to this episode or last week's episode or another episode and then to subscribe because we're going to be back next week. Yes, we will be back next week. And until then, this is Seth. This is Andrea. And this is Seth on drugs. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next week. He'll be back to normal. Who knows? We're hoping. Let's see what happens. We'll see what happens. Either way, it'll be dropping Sunday. Yes.